welcome back to the Be Well MU podcast with your co-host Emilian McNeil and Yesenia. And today we are going to talk about walking into 2023 the right way. So you know it's New Year's. First, we want to actually talk about a suggestion box that we had, and it is discussing how college students who are balancing multiple jobs, how that works, what the steps needed to take in order to balance it correctly. So basically, I'm going to turn it over to Yesenia first. <laughs> She's a professional. What are some like great tactics? Because I feel like this is more about like stress management and time management. So It definitely is. So of course, grad students and undergrad students, a lot of the times do have to work as, on top of being a student. And I will say like being a student demands so much of your time and energy. So just taking that on kudos to you and also I recognize it's something that people have to do but it's a lot it can really build on the amplify a lot of the stress you're already kind of going through because I think the biggest struggle that people run into is like this idea of dividing up their time because at work you just kind of have to be doing that and then when you're in classes you have to be doing that but outside of like both of those situations you have to figure out how you're going to use any other time you have free whether that goes to like studying or really the most important thing taking care of yourself in some way shape or form I think that's where people run into a lot of walls and like ultimately end up just using their free time to to lose work like schoolwork and or catching up and so it's really tricky I think the most important thing is just to keep in mind where your time is going to outside of like your required structured time things that you have to do like attending classes or like actually being at your job and outside of that um being very intentional about how you're using your time, right? Mm -hmm. Like whether that means you're taking time to actually work on an assignment or making sure you're making time to like prepare your meals and eat meals. And or, you know, I think most importantly, so around stress management is making sure that you're taking time to do the things that help replenish your energy in some way. So like refill that battery. (laughs) That's the one thing that's going to help you get through having a lot of things to do. So meaning like for some people that's like, I need to work out and that helps me feel like I'm re-energized. Mm-hmm. Other people, it's like, I need to spend time with friends or family. So figuring out what, what are those things that help you replenish your energy and making sure you're mm-hmm. making time and space to do that consistently. It tends to be a throwaway, like in the midst of the most stressful yeah. like finals, mm-hmm. but it's so essential to make sure that you're continuing to structure that in and keep it up with it. Yeah, no, definitely. Speaking from experience, <laughs> at one point I worked three jobs while also being a full-time student and it was really stressful. But I feel like the thing that helped me the most is that before I even decided to take on three jobs, I wanted to know what's the time I'm going to allow and what's the time I'm going to have for myself. And like starting off in a good note, I feel like that was like one of the most important things with me and how I tried to balance it. And you know, obviously I was a student, I was sophomore, so like it didn't really technically work out for me, but I feel like I did achieve somewhat some type of success because I started out in the right foot. And that's why we're talking about New Year's today and achieving your goals for the start of the new year. So I want to break like one big misconception that like a lot of people have that like you can't really maintain that New Year's resolution for a while. It's like the first week. Yeah, and then you're just abandoning that goal. 
So actually 80% of people stick to their New Year's resolutions, which is like kind of wild to me because I didn't know that. Yeah, like that when I saw that, I was like, wow. Like I, I would never think because there's so there's so much conversation around breaking New Year's resolutions. People don't really talk about how they stuck to their New Year's resolution. So it was like really interesting to me. But um, we're going to start off with the first question. What are some ways or what are some of your New Year's resolutions, firstly? And what are the ways that you stick to them? The biggest thing about, I actually think I have New Year's resolutions in this moment, but I can talk to the ones I've had in the past. But I think the biggest thing about any like goal setting, I think New Year's resolutions tend to be just goals, big goals we have for ourselves and for the year, is to make sure that you make them realistic. I think that is a part where people struggle because they think really big and don't really break it down for themselves. And breaking a goal down into smaller steps helps us, one, know the process we can take to get there to the bigger picture, but also makes it so that we're more likely just because, you know, if you have this goal of like, I'm going to work out, I don't know, like every day, that's a <laughs> big goal, yeah. a nice goal. But if I'm going from not working out at all to trying to work out every day of the week, likely I won't get there. Yeah. And then when I don't get there, I'm going to feel really bad and also kind of more likely give up on the goal. Be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. I failed. Throw that away. But if instead you approach it with like, okay, I'm going to start this week by working out twice, two days this week. That's a little more realistic. It's more likely to happen. And if I am able to succeed with that, then that's going to energize me to keep moving forward and maybe take that next step. So the breaking down of goals is really, really helpful. <laughs> Again, once to like kind of slowly find identify those steps that get you to that bigger thing that you're working towards, but also that you feel successful along the way. I'm trying to think what we might. But so in the past, like I've set goals, like I think last year it was run a half marathon, right? So I did that. Oh, and- really? <laughs> okay. I got a you. Yeah. Wow, that's actually pretty. Yeah. So, and and I didn't just start from like I don't run to go and run yeah. a marathon. Actually, the years before I did like a 10k and then a 15k. Mm-hmm. You built I it had up. to build up to yeah. feeling like maybe I can do this. After yeah. That. So that's the thing, right? Like you have to kind of be very realistic with yourself of where you're at and how achievable the goal you have in mind can be. No, that that's definitely that definitely helps, and that's definitely one of like the big main things and steps within you know, sticking to a resolution. So there's like the main five steps, which is choosing the right goal, which your city obviously displayed, focusing on the process of that goal, making a plan. She paced herself. She started slow and worked her way up. Designing her, designing your own environment for success. So I feel like environment plays like a big thing within New Year's resolutions that people really like kind of overlook. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to be, if you want a fitness goal, but you're not in a fitness environment, like you're not taking the initiative to, you know, go to the gym or go to the spa and seeing people actually recover. And like, you know, uh, like there's environments for different goals. And it's just not like yeah. one big old environment. And then five, sharing your goals. I feel like accountability plays oh, a lot sure. within that step. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel sharing your goals is probably one of the most important steps within having a new year's resolution for me personally 
I know that in order for me to be accountable for my New Year's resolution, and I'm I'm pretty proud of myself because I stuck to my New Year's New Year's resolution to the end. My New Year's resolution was watching more historical documentaries, like more you know history, because I'm a history buff. So I wanted to, I want to learn more. So I'm I shared that with my boyfriend and my friends, and you know Friday night movie nights we'll watch like something historical. You know it was it was something that I could like integrate within my own environment that I like paced myself. I chose the right goal for myself because I know that I could actually you know maintain it. So I feel that those steps are like the most important things to sticking to a resolution, but it is important to know what a resolution actually is and what New Year's means to yourself. And I feel like that's like one of the biggest things within making a New Year's resolution. What does it mean for you? What does New Year's mean for you? Yes, the start of the year is the start of the new year. Everybody has these New Year's resolutions and want to do something, but like, For me personally, I feel like a New Year's resolution has to be something that you identify that you struggle with. You know that this is really important to you. You know this is like fathomable (laughs) that you could actually achieve. And, you know, sharing that goal with your, you know, with your friends, your close circle of people, somebody that will hold you accountable. So to to ask another question, what does New Year's mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. I think for myself, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting holiday because I think it's one that all across the world, people put a lot of value around. It. Yeah. Idea of like, okay, we're starting new. So I've obviously like adapt, adopted a lot of that perspective yeah. myself. <laughs> I think for me, New Year's is like a really interesting opportunity to look back at what happened. Yeah. And so I think that's why this idea of like doing having a goal for the next year is nice because you kind of can look back of like, okay, this is the way that I progressed. This is the way that I've maybe had some missteps and like, where do I want to go next? Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I know that like <clears throat> over the past few years for me, like that's what I like to do around New Year's time. Like mm-hmm. once Christmas is past, I'm like, okay, yeah, next year is coming. What happened this past year? What ways do I feel like I, what things do I think went right? What can I do better next year? Yeah. Um, I think that opportunity to kind of reflect is nice because most of the times we don't really slow down. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I don't think we get our, like, I don't think we let our brains process the entire year Mm -hmm. and like really reflect. Cause I thought that's what I think New Year's really is, is really like reflection. This is just a time of reflection of where you've been to where you are now and how to better yourself moving forward right and I feel like a lot of people like they don't they miss it kind of like they think new year's okay we can just forget everything in the past and just focus on this new thing it's just like look ahead yeah it's just like no like how how did you get here in the first place like that's what you should really be focusing on and moving forward because of your past and because of your present you know how to look at your future yeah and I think that's like really important so thank thank you for touching on that thank you for (laughs) touching on that because that that, it really bothers me obviously we know why new year's generally is a great time to like start a goal but like can you have new year's resolutions like in february or march or september of course i mean i think you would just kind of see them as goals right yeah at the end of the day a resolution is just a goal yes it's a big goal Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
that you're taking on for the whole year. Yeah. So I think there's obviously like, I, as we're talking about this New Year's, it's like this pivotal moment where we, where we take like reflecting of the past year and it's just, there's this like spirit around everyone like, oh, like let's take on the new year. What's yeah. going to happen next? So that energy is there, but I think we always can make time and space to really reflect on where we're at personally mm-hmm. and as individuals and I maybe identify things we want to grow on. And if you don't really feel sure about how to kind of grow or take the next steps for yourself, I think sometimes it's helpful to kind of identify what's gone in the way before. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think this kind of goes back to how we approach sticking with our goals, right? Like it, sometimes it's really helpful to think about like, okay, I've always had this idea in mind that I'm going to, you know, just random, like I'm going to travel next mm-hmm. year and I haven't been able to do it. What's gone in my way. Right. And like, yeah. how can I work around it? What, how can I work on tackling some of those walls I've hit in the past? Yeah. If it's been money. Okay. Like how am I going to make sure I'm going to save up more? How mm-hmm. am I going to make a plan of budget? Yeah. If it's been like time, like how can I make sure that I'm like saving up my vacation time or like making space or planning yeah. that, and, and really like drawing a line around that time and the year that I'm planning on traveling. Right. So <clears throat> sometimes it's about like really being intentional about identifying what have been those walks we've hit before. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of going back to what you were saying, right? Like it, this is why it's so important to look back in order to even think about what you've Yeah. Thought. Yeah. And no, I think self-awareness, this is like the time of self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. This is That's definitely, a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like <laughs> I feel like, when it comes to like the end of the year and the beginning of the year for me, it's like more of a sweet spot for me because like, I don't really take the time to really reflect. And like a lot, I know a lot of people don't because you know, life is fast, like you said. And it's just like, for me, you really think about the mistakes you made, but also the the way that you triumphed in any type of aspect of your life throughout that whole entire year. And it's just like, finding that sweet spot and appreciating the mistakes that led to your triumphs and how to make your triumphs more present within your life for the future. Because a lot of people really don't necessarily realize there are triumphs until it's passed until like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. I worked on that so much. I know that I was like not confident before. And now like, Throughout this whole entire year, I've become more confident. I've talked to more people. I've done that. I've done this. I've done that. But I know that if I went to that party or if I went to that meeting or if I went to that conference, I could have been more da 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 da. Like that's that's what I think New Year's is mm-hmm. and what people should be really doing. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna end it off with. What are our New Year's <laughs> resolutions? Yeah. Well, actually, before we close, I wanted to add one like asterisk yeah. to this conversation. So I think around New Year's resolutions, a lot of the times the idea of like goals around losing weight, dieting, yes. exercising time to that yes. come up. And I think it's important <laughs> to name that because yeah. I recognize it's very triggering for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I think resolutions should be based on things that you want to improve upon yourself and your I think a lot of the times in order to even start having that conversation with yourself you have to recognize like what is driving this goal 
in my mind. And if it's based on like looking at some aspect of yourself as being not enough, then I think you really need to kind of take a pause and ask yourself, okay, like, is this right for me? And if that's actually what it's based upon, then maybe you need to spend time on growing in that way before you even think about like throwing in anything around changing your appearance or working on exercise from that lens because I think it's very it's a very slippery slope and it's important that we leave that for everyone listening that was a perfect one <laughs> yes that's what we needed to hear <laughs> thank you so much you know what thank you for always doing this for me I just want to take time to appreciate you oh. <laughs> because no because like you didn't need to be a part of this but you chose and you set aside the time and, you know, thank you so much for always being there, for always giving us the right advice that we need. It hits home. I I think everybody has told you and told me, yo, you are needed. (laughs) Some of the topics and some of the things that you said and some of the techniques that you brought to this platform really helped a lot of people, including myself. So I really appreciate you and I really appreciate everything that you do and continue doing everything. It's just shining bright. So thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think that I've had so much fun doing this. And I just, I think one of the things that makes it so easy is your presence and how you like make the conversation so fun. So I'm I'm just here to like share what I know in my limited experience, but I'm glad that I can be helpful in, in this small way. Thank you. I was going to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. That is the end of (laughs) of this episode. Be sure to tune in next month for our episode about the Black mental health experience. You can see the full transcript of this episode online at (laughs) marymount.edu.